Welcome to Brand Slam, the Winning Brands podcast. This is episode eight, HBO's knockout star, Kaylee Reese. Here are your hosts, Steve Rosa and Joe Kayata. Hello and welcome to Brand Slam Podcast. He is Adventures founder and CEO, Steve Rosa, and I'm Joe Kayata, broadcasting from Adventures Stadium. Steve, we have a really good one today. Oh man, I am so excited. It's the perfect birthday present for me. So. Yeah. Happy birthday to Steve Rosa. Thank you. All right, we welcome <laughs> in former world boxing champion and current co-star of True Detective Night Country. We welcome in Kaylee Reese to the show. Kaylee, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it so much. Well, thank you for having me. It's really, really awesome to be here again and talking to you and happy birthday. Thank you very much. Oh man, you do you do Rhode Island and uh, all of us proud. So I can't believe that this is really only your third acting gig and you are so incredible. You're on screen with a two-time Academy Award winner, you know, Jody Foster. You are toe-to-toe like you were in the boxing ring. You are hanging in there. I turned the sound down after the second time I watched uh, episode three, and I turned the sound down, and just your facial expressions, your eyes, uh, your soul came through. The camera loves you guys. You hung toe-to-toe with uh, an Academy Award winner. How How does that feel? Tell us, like, come on, what's tougher, boxing or acting? Oh, man, they both have their, um, first of all, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, they both have their their tough and easy points of it. But I would say my boxing career has been something that's been like, I've been training for this, I guess, my entire boxing career in some way, shape, or form um, because I find a lot of parallels with boxing and acting. Um, it feels really good and it feels like I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing. And it, I absolutely fell in love with, with storytelling or being an actor. And it wasn't something that was on my radar. I didn't say I want to be, I didn't say I want to be a world champion, a multi-world champion, two divisions either. So I guess those things that we can't dream always come true, but it feels really, really, really humbling actually to be in this, you know, have this opportunity and just do my best and kind of be getting so much recognition for it. It's, it's been an amazing experience. Kaylee, you and I go way back from covering your boxing career, and I look back at some of the stories we did yesterday, and um, a lot of what you said back then, which was 2014, 15, and 16, is hard work, dedication, and you ended one of the stories talking about dreaming and dreaming big. How has that translated, all the stuff that you talked about eight years ago, to now as you are an actress on True Detective? You know, um, I've had dreams, but sometimes our dreams aren't clear, but I've always been the one to work hard, keep my head down, carry water, chop wood, and just kind of quote unquote and very cliche trust the process. I am a very dedicated, hardworking person, and I may know I have a goal or have some kind of completion in mind to my hard work. How I'm going to get there, I have no idea. What it's going to look like, I have no idea. So it's, um, I've grown in the last eight years tremendously. I've had low lows I've had high highs but one thing's always been the same I've always kept at it I've never stopped I've always found another avenue if I find a dead end I don't just stop I just all right let's take a left or a right just keep working and just put in the work humbly um have the right intentions behind why why I do things my why has changed I've I've done things a lot more with a lot more attention and having a reason of why I do it whether it's because I want to finish the day or it's because I want to represent a, a group of people that I do of my multifaceted heritage um, of see other faces or if it's 
opening up and becoming very vulnerable, telling people my story and being relatable, because that's another thing that's changed in the last eight years of me just sharing my story. I've seen how much of an impact it's had on, on different communities and different people just reaching out saying, because I saw you or heard your story, it's relatable and they're inspired. So it keeps me going. Well, building a winning brand is is hard work. You've got to be obsessed with quality. And everything I've seen you from the ring to the screen has been nothing but quality. So tell us about the True Detective brand. If people haven't seen the show yet, what does the True Detective brand mean to you? Well, being a True Detective fan, number one, like I watched the first season, I don't know, way too many times because it's such a good story i mean you have these two individuals that again are very relatable they have they bury themselves in their work they hate each other but love each other they work well together but individually they're so messed up and then you have this crazy this case that they're solving and then you have the atmosphere as a character in itself and then what goes on the supernatural part the first season was like the best season second season was different third season was really good so i believe the true detective um brand is just that it captivates you you have these two protagonists you have these two very interesting characters that have very individual very messed up lives and then you have this atmosphere now we had it hot in the first season now it's cold in alaska in this this fourth season and i believe uh we brought back the supernatural-esque or the the suggestion of things outside of the rational brain from the first season so you can expect to be a little a little Startled with this season, I would say. <laughs> you got me a few times. Yeah, Kaylee, um, this franchise have never had two female leads before. What does it mean to you to be a part of this historic season? It means everything. I mean, these two female characters are in still yet a very male-dominated profession and being police officers and being in law enforcement. And then you have them in this isolated area in this cold being two females leading and and having this this different perspective versus the male perspective of the first season or the other seasons you have this female perspective and i believe these two characters can relate to the victims and the crimes a little differently it's just a different look at it but you still have these two very powerful very um demanding jobs in this very male dominated world world so it means every, everything to have a different perspective and have a female perspective, but they're also very fluid as far as they have to balance the two things. So I'm just happy to be a part of it. Also with the uh, writer director, Issa Lopez being another female, a woman mm -hmm. powerhouse writing, directing, show running. Like it was just a very, very supportive uh, project to work on. Winning brands uh, are uh, courageous enough to reinvent and True Detective really reinvented itself this year and brought in all these new fans like now I could watch True Detective with my wife and she's just as into it as I am, you know, and you kept the legacy fans and you got some new ones. So kudos. Another thing that a lot of people don't realize is that your family, you come from a family of musicians. So you were a boxer, obviously, and then transitioned into the acting world. A lot of creative creativity going on in your household, I'm sure, as a youngster in East Providence. Absolutely. I mean, my mother, she still sings now. My father, my late father, Frank Reese, he was a musician. He toured with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. He's, he's played everything under the sun. He's he sang with a bunch of local bands in Rhode Island. My brother, Ace Diamond, Drew Reese, um, rest in peace. He was a singer, rapper, local legend. Um, my brother, Aaron, now he still produces beats. We were always 
singing, doing some kind of mu- music is like the heart and soul of my family. I uh, played violin when I was nine. I, I asked for violin for, for Christmas on my ninth, uh, when I was nine. So I do come from a very musical background, yes. Such range, right? You have such range already. Are you announcing True Detective the musical? <laughs> I mean, Broadway is on my list of things to try. <laughs> like I tried acting, but absolutely, I will. I'll carry a tune in a bucket. Give me a bucket. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely absolutely awesome. And I love the fact that there's poetry that it's an HBO show because you were the first female fighter to appear on HBO Boxing, which was the pinnacle. You legitimized the sport. I've met Layla Ali. I'm a fan. But she kind of brought attention to the sport because of her dad and the Frazier fights and bringing all that back. But you made it a legitimate, legitimate sport. Do you ever reflect on on that factor that you've you've now opened the doors for so many up and coming boxers? Absolutely. Um, I mean, almost be 16 years this year in the in the professional game and to see the growth from when I went pro. So even when the Layla Ali's, I was in high school boxing when I saw her fighting and seeing the hype that she got and the kind of scene, it kind of hit a plateau a little bit, then going pro, going through the ranks, and now where it is now, and to be still a huge part of that and being the first female fight on HBO, not the last, but not, and also being able to have such a network showcase female boxing for the younger girls that maybe was thinking about it but never saw themselves on TV and have this this major this major fight. And now you have, a female fight at least one or two or more on every card now, boxing card. So I'm just honored to be able to say I may have had something to, you know, help knock down a few barriers and also to still be relevant. You know, I don't have people going, all right, Kaylee needs to hang it up. I got, yo, when are you coming back? And it's a great position to be in because although I'm, you know, I have multiple careers, I did not hang them up yet and I will still come off the couch and give you a good old 10-rounder. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. I mean, I, I'm honored to be and just came full circle. Uh, Kaylee, how important is it for you to represent your heritage properly? Um, you know, in True Detective, you're Trooper Navarro, the first indigenous co-lead on an HBO series. What does that mean to you and how important is it to represent that? It's it's very, very important. Representation in everything matters to me. Um, you know, being very tied to my heritage as Cape Verdean and Wampanoag or Indigenous. Um, it's, you know, we don't, we didn't grow up seeing these faces in these types of arenas in the boxing or on film. So it's absolutely, extremely important, especially have the right representation. We don't need people telling our stories for us. Um, also for me being you know, mixed indigenous, but not being from Alaska or from that region, it was really important for me to ask, how do you want to see yourself on screen? Tell me stories, let me know, because I want to know what you want to see. And we have that time and that space to do so. So it's really important for us to tell our stories and not just the sad stories, not just the past stories, but to see our faces in these stories like True Detective that you see anybody else of any other race get these jobs. It's just really important for me that who knows it might be somebody that didn't think that people that look like us can get these types of roles so it means a lot to me and Cape Verdean too I believe um I grew up across the street from Manny Almeida's ringside lounge which was this legendary iconic um you know it was a bar but it had live boxing inside and 
Manny himself was a Golden Gloves champion, a professional. It, it really inspired the whole community. Uh, when you saw these celebrities, it was called the place where legends meet. And you'd have Joe Lewis, you'd have all these people coming through. Wow, we, we can get places and we can get out of the neighborhood. And um, so you've got Cape Verdean boxing in your blood. You have warrior in your blood. Uh, you got warrior in your spirit. They say as a first time writer, you should write what you know. Your first film was great. And you know, you played a Native uh, American community boxer who suffered a personal tragedy, and you elevated that boxing story to a thriller I did not see coming. I could not believe how great Catch the Fair One was for a first-time project. How did you pull that off? Um, By the grace of Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did to Joseph, he actually just was seeing what I was doing to elevate um, different indigenous issues such as missing and murdered indigenous women in boxing just to bring these issues in front of an audience that wouldn't normally hear about it. So him, like most of the general public, didn't really know about missing and murdered indigenous women, found out about it and wanted to write a project based around that. Very hypervigilant knowing that it was a very important story to tell, but it wasn't his. So he reached out to me to kind of get my perspective and my ideas and get to know me. Also asking me, you ever think about acting? And I had, but he um, also asked me very early on to help him write, write the story. And the more he got to know me, the more he wants to incorporate my background, including boxing, into this character and into this story. Um, so we just knew we want we just want to tell the story the right way. We didn't want to romanticize what really happens in these sex trafficking issues and what the, the violence, we didn't want to beat that over the head, but we also want to present this issue in an, in an industry um, in front of an audience that wouldn't normally hear about it. So it was just an honor to be able to be capable to tell such a heavy, heavy story. Um, it's, it's something that's very close to home to a lot of people. I know it's a lot of communities. Um, so it was one of those, I had a purpose and a reason to do it. And that was the driving force. And I was, you know, I wasn't like, we're going to win awards. I was like, we're just going to tell this very important story. That's it. And it was just, you know, it was just the accolades that we got just spread the meshes a little more so more people can have eyes on this film and the issue. Kaylee, I remember we did a story back on you uh, when you had a motorcycle accident. You battled back. You turned to drugs and alcohol. It was boxing and getting back into the ring, you told me, that kind of got you back on your feet and got you going in the right direction. Can you believe from those days where you are now and how maybe some little things could have took you the other way? I mean, it's a blessing and I still wouldn't change what everything I've been through because the lessons I've learned, the low lows, the very low lows, and to be able to climb out of that and become even better than I was before that, um, I can't believe it, but I can say right now, I'm so proud of it. I couldn't say that to you probably eight years ago. Like, yeah, yeah, it was great. And, you know, I'm kind of ashamed of it, but I'm not. It's it's reality. It happens. And I'm proud to see where I am now. Oh, you incredible world champion boxer, award-winning writer, actor, activist, more awards, more fame are coming, right? You believed in yourself. You bet on yourself. You won. What advice would you give to young people out there that need inspiration in a, in a very confusing world? Well, you know, it's it's crazy because I, you know, I've had a few people, including my family, my mother. She named me McQuinnanal, which means many feathers, many talents. So she saw things in me I couldn't even dream of seeing in myself. And um, it's tough to see things 
that other people see in you. But trust, believe you have the capability to achieve the dreams that you maybe don't even dream of, uh, things that you are destined for that you don't even know the reason why. Just don't stop. Don't stop. Just because this didn't work doesn't mean that you won't find another way to make things work. Surround yourself with supportive people because my husband now, um, he saw in me, he took a chance and tried helping me out because he saw what I what great potential I had that I couldn't see in myself. So anybody watching now that don't think you don't believe in yourself, I'm telling you now that I believe in you and you do have that potential to create your wildest dreams and, and achieve those those goals that you want to. Joe told me his wildest dream is to go toe-to-toe with you. He said P for P, pound for pound. He could take you in three rounds or less. So next time you're up this way, I've got a, a boxing ring that we use with a Vander Holyfield. We, we, I want to see that. I, he's talking well, smack I, about you. I think maybe he should next time put one of those helmets that, that are on beyond behind you. I may need that. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might need that because I highly doubt that because it's not a space and opportunity. Let's go. <laughs> I'll get Boo Boo to, to step in for me. <laughs> big, big Six Boxing Academy. Let's go in Providence. <laughs> and Kaylee, now you've been thrust into stardom maybe in the last six weeks, a month since this has come out. Any aha moments of being, you know, red carpets with Jodie Foster on the Today Show, on The View, GQ, on the Brand Slam? Um, My moment I had was when we were at the premiere and I had a chance to go see the giant building of the billboard that was um, up on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. Me and my, uh, my husband and I walked, you know, 10 minutes down the street and it was a I mean, the biggest building I've ever seen anyway with a giant, just the same size poster with my name Jodie Foster's name my face Jodie Foster's face and it was just a proud moment of like I broke down because I um I never thought I'd see my name up on a, I've never had my name on a billboard in Rhode Island for boxing and you know you, there was a lot of uh been through a lot with that and I just wish that my brother and my father was here to see that that you know I promised them when they passed that I would keep the name the legacy of the Reese name alive for the family so that's awesome. That that that's amazing, and I'm so proud of you and to see where you've come. Um, and it's it's absolutely incredible. And you stayed humble, and you made time for us. And you don't forget your friends. So uh, that's a lot about your character. So thank you so much. Well, thank you guys for having me. I have to show love to Little Rhode Island, man. Nobody knows about it. We gotta know where I'm from now. All right, guess what, Steve? Oh, come on. No, don't tell me. Yes, don't yes, tell me. Yes, don't that does me. it for this edition of the Brand Slam Podcast. <laughs> All right. Thank you to Kaylee for joining the show. We truly appreciate it. And for more information on the show, you can visit adventures.com. That's adventures with two Ds. Or you can email the show at brandslamadventures.com. For Steve Rosa and Kaylee Reese, I'm Joe Kayana. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Oh, awesome job. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Wow, a a world boxing champ. Uh, We got Hollywood stars down in the studio. What a birthday I'm having. Happy birthday. The donation from our Ad Love charitable giving program for this episode is for Protect the Sacred, a nonprofit organization that educates and empowers the next generation of Native leaders to strengthen Indigenous sovereignty. Visit adventures.com for more information.